What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me, my partner in crime, my hetero life mate, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, brother? <laughs> I'm actually feeling pretty good because I am drinking some big rip. That a boy? I am bone dry on my big rip over here, though. I am yeah. a little disappointed. Yeah. They have been showing us some love, though, on the uh, on the Twitter page. Yeah, they've been, you know, they listened to our drunk podcast yeah. and said <laughs> you better be as funny as you are on the drunk podcast as when you're sober. I don't, I don't know if we can well, deliver. You better be as funny when you're sober as you <laughs> were on the drunk podcast. Yet. Yup. So I tell you, man, I'm I'm a little excited too. We've got uh, I've got my brother over here, James, sitting next to me. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. And we also have our good friend, Mr. Steve Hayes, joining us as well. What's going on with you? What's happening, guys? It's good to have you, man. I'm glad you can make it tonight. Oh yeah, wouldn't miss it. Hell yeah. So. Steve, let's jump right into this. Uh, why don't you tell the the good people uh, who you are, what you do? Uh, I'm Steve Hayes, I'm founder of uh, the Pararescue Paranormal Investigation Team. Used to be part of a another real great team in the Missouri area, right outside of Kansas City, dusted on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Switched over. We got our own team now. That's just our family. It's me, the wife, and the three kids, and that's the whole team right there. So cool. Uh, right now I'm a paramedic, uh, spent 22 years as a firefighter, 20 of that in the air force. And now it's, uh, ambulances and ghost hunting. That's pretty much everything right now. <laughs> That'll keep you busy. That's for sure. <laughs> Need a few more hours in the week. Uh, yeah, I know how that goes. I would, I would use those three or four hours in the week though, just to fucking sleep. I think that's my problem. Jason, did we lose you, brother? Are you still there? No, I was oh just my God. listening to the conversation. Did we lose Steve? No. Nope, I'm here. Yeah, Steve. Uh, I'm like, Steve's talking. No, James, I thought you weren't done with your questions yet, so no. I was letting you ask questions. No, so I just, I heard, best. I heard a click. That's what it was. Oh, uh, it's probably the government. It has to. I think Hillary is officially, like, uh, you know, listening in. She she knew that we were doing this. Yeah, just one more reason she should be in jail. Recorded <laughs> <laughs> in bootleg and then deny it. <laughs> this is my podcast, guys. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know that. I'm totally into the paranormal. <laughs> so, Steve, I know that you are um, you're a, a filmmaker as well. Oh yeah, and I know that's a definite passion of yours. Um, what are you working on, man? Um, right now, most of the effort uh, outside of school is being focused on uh, a new paranormal show that's getting ready to take off over in Europe. Uh, yeah, we're hoping to expedite the process of getting it here to the states, but they're telling us one to two years overseas first. Uh, it's called True Ghost Stories. And totally different than anything that's out there right now. Wow. Uh, we're doing, we've got 18 teams right now scattered across the planet. 18 actual everyday paranormal teams. Jeez. And it's the same as what we all do. We go out, we investigate, we record it. Most everybody puts it up on YouTube. 
Well, now these are high quality investigations that are going on and they're being put into TV format, full hour long episodes. Uh, so once this kicks off every week, you're going to get to see a different team, real teams, real investigations. Wow. No big production companies telling us to, you know, insert something here just for some excitement. You know, this is so real that if we get a really flat investigation, we're going to show a flat investigation and let people see the reality of what we do. I think that's very important as well, because there are a lot of people out there that I don't know, they get they get mad. They like legitimately get pissed off when they're not experiencing something. But at the same time, it's like you're still fucking ghost hunting. You know what I mean? It's like fishing. It's like you're not going to catch a fish every second that you're out there on the boat or on the dock or wherever the fuck you are. It's the exact same principle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what people don't understand is we go out and we, we spend up to 12 hours just on the investigation setup and breakdown at a building. And a lot of times you can do up to 36 hours worth of work on a building between all of your research and everything that goes into it. And that's all condensed down into, I mean, reality, an hour-long TV show, yeah. that's 43, 43 minutes of airtime exactly. out of that 12, 16 hours. Yeah, yeah. So now the uh, uh, the format then of the show, um, is will there be commercials in, inserted in there somewhere? Will it be um, the full investigation basically from start to finish? Um, how much is condensed down? If anything, it's pretty condensed down. Let um, we'll take the one I'm working on right now, uh, one that's near and dear to your heart, Malvern. Oh yeah. Um, when I put everything together, just raw footage of what I had, and combining all the DVR footage in with the cameras and everything else, it was still three hours long, just of raw video. Sure, sure. Uh, after three weeks of. Uh, in some pretty intense editing. I have it down to an hour and two seconds right now. I still have like 20, 20 minutes to cut off of Atta it. boy. You're getting there, but though. There, and that, we do have to add in uh, three breaks for commercials, so yep. they're only hitting us three times on it, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Damn, man, that's great. So, uh, yeah, I know, like, working... Um, you guys were the first team that we ever had come through... Malvern. Um, like once we officially opened it to the public or whatever, and working with you guys was freaking outstanding. Um, you guys were very, very professional in what you did. I, I know that for a fact. Um, it was a lot of fun too. It was a lot of fun. Um, I wanted, I don't know, man, I wanted to, I wanted to hang out and, and at the same time, I wanted to like give you guys your space. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to see like what you guys were up to, but damn it, I'm gonna have to wait for the episode. <laughs> oh yeah, and poor Connor. I mean, having to stay there for so long. I can honestly say, <laughs> in ten years of ghost hunting, Malvern Manor is the first place that scared the living shit out of me. That's good to hear. There's one part. There were a couple times that were uh, I got jump. You know, I got jumpy early in the night. But towards the end of the night, it was bad enough that everybody was like, okay, time to pack up and go home. It's like, that's just enough for one night. That's enough. Uh, it, it was one of the most terrifying experiences any of the five of us have ever had. Wow. That's outstanding. That is outstanding. Now, without getting into too much detail, do you think you could maybe divulge a little bit? Um, We'll just say that at one point during the night, 
it literally lifted that house up off the ground and dropped it. We were to felt the, that. We did not know if somebody had just broke into the house, if something had just exploded outside. I lived in Iraq in Baghdad, Iraq for two years. Yeah. And that really took me right back to when we would get, you know, mortar attacks on us. It was that loud and the house shook that much. Wow. I tell you, man, like more and more people have been experiencing that exact phenomenon. I did. Yeah, I'm like Jason's one of them. A week and a half ago. I'm like Jason's one of them, that's for sure. So. The only problem with that investigation is I think we actually left there with more questions than we had when we got there. So, yeah, unfortunately, somebody's going to have to twist our arm because we're going to have to make a a trip back. Oh, yeah. We'd love to have you, brother. We'd love to have you. I I doubt they'll have to twist your arm, though. (laughs) Good, though. I tell you. It was great, though. I tell you, some of the things that we have been, uh, you know, slowly, very slowly, but surely, you know, coming up with, as far as, like, EVPs, there um, apparently is this entity now who is calling himself the captain. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? So, yeah, a little jacked up. Calling himself the captain. He's in the windy hallway upstairs. That's cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Here or not, uh, Alicia's down here with me now, so she's kind of off in the background. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, Jason, my friend, do you have some questions? Um, what got you into this field to begin with? What was your first experience? Most people had an experience or multiple experiences before they were in this field, and it kind of drove them into this field. Do you have that, and what was that? Oh, yeah, and this this is kind of a mind blower because actually I didn't know I had this experience until probably 20 years, well, probably 30 years after it happened. Um, and it actually started on the couch watching Ghost Hunters. They were uh, wow. investigating a restaurant in Manitou Springs, Colorado, right outside of Colorado Springs. And... Of course, I wanted to watch it because that's my hometown. I had been to this restaurant as a little kid. Uh, and as I'm watching it, I'm just uh, kind of freaking out a little bit because all the things they're saying that they're investigating specifically for are things that had happened to me when I was a kid and I had gone to the restaurant one night with my dad. Wow. Uh, everything from the redheaded little girl that they talked about and they were trying to find to the little boy. Uh, they were searching for this... Uh, creepy old lady with long bony fingers and you know I met her when I was a kid I, I actually we were there having dinner and you know I was a little kid it was a fancy corporate dinner and I was really bored so um, I got up from the table to go to the bathroom and met up with these two kids a young boy and a young girl uh, by the staircase Wow. they were just playing ball so I sat there and played ball with them you know we had one of the big red bouncy balls and just kind of bounced back and forth rolled it to each other <laughs> excuse me, uh, until this uh, creepy old lady, I always called her the witch because she looked like something out of a Scooby-Doo cartoon, how the <laughs> witches would look. Tall, real skinny, real pale, wearing a white dress, and just had these long, bony fingers. She came in yelling at them, told them that they weren't allowed, they knew they weren't allowed to be downstairs when there were guests. So the kids took off up the stairs, the ball bounced down behind them and rolled right by me, and I took off to the table. Oh my You know, 30 some years later, it's on Ghost Hunters, and they're looking for all of this stuff, and probably the closest I've ever come and come to just turning ghost white. I was just going to ask you, what was your reaction, man? 
Oh, wow. I, I was just literally almost in shock as I'm watching this episode. And as soon as it was over, I'm on the phone with my sister going, oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. She says, yeah, I just saw it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> She's like, I bet I do. <laughs> For me, that really, I mean, I'd always been interested in it. Obviously, I'd been watching Ghost Hunters since they started. I'd been out and done a couple little things, you know, little EVP sessions a few times before that. But that really, really ignited the desire to, I mean, for me, that was the one moment where you know this is real. And answers. Yeah. Man. And you had no, I mean, absolutely no idea of being a child. No, all of my life. I, mean, yeah. I, I actually, you know, I thought about it many times throughout my life because, I mean, it's an amazing restaurant and I drive by it all the time when I go back home on vacation. You know, I see it and it's like, man, I really want to go back there. Yes. But, you know, my entire life I thought that those were two kids that I played with and apparently at one time they were, just not then. You should go back. And, and I'd love should... to let them in there to investigate. Yes, exactly that's what I'm saying you need to go back you need to investigate and then you basically need to tell them exactly who you are and what you did you know that you were the guy you were the kid that was playing ball with them and then their whoever came down and yelled at him see if that like got some kind of a reaction shit that's yeah, that, amazing that would be an amazing investigation to do yo yeah what do you what do you what was that noise I don't know I have no idea I got a weird I got a weird noise in my ear. I had a weird oh. noise too. I'm sorry. I'm figuring this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next? What's up? What's the next location you're going to? You have something planned out already? We just last weekend finished up an investigation. Uh, one of our old haunts. Uh, that's kind of a home base for us. <clears throat> Did the uh, 1859 jail in Independence. Uh, oh, that's the jail that Frank James actually was locked up in for six months after his surrender. I think it was six or eight months, something like that. Uh, we've done that one quite a few times. Uh, used to give tours of it with Dusted On. So we just finished that one up. Uh, next on the list, we're headed to the Missouri State Pen. And then hopefully right after that, uh, we're going to be doing the Belvoir Winery, which we live right next door to. We've been working on that uh, quite a bit lately, trying to get that set up. And that'll be an actual series of investigations. Oh, very cool. And then, of course, in July, we've got Waverly Hills. That'll be a good one. That'll yeah, be a lot of we're fun. we for that one. It's a lot of ground to cover in that one. Now, I was going to ask also, like, how, how big is the Missouri State Penitentiary? Um, how hard is that going to be to investigate? Um, we've done it once before. That was actually one of my, uh, one of Alicia and my first uh, real major investigations and it was it was a group one with the guys from tabs uh it was a ghost hunters event and we got to go with them on that and you know it took all night and we just barely scratched the surface of that place because the missouri sure. state pen is just massive yeah i mean it's a lot of buildings and then you figure each one of the buildings is three to four floors at least yeah absolutely yeah we're we're actually uh combining teams to go and do this one and we'll be running uh, two rather large DVR systems for that one. Yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> Most likely. You guys have a lot of the fun stuff, though. You guys have plenty of cameras. I know that. I saw that <laughs> firsthand. 
12 DVR cameras, the Kinect, two handhelds, and then all the digital uh, still cameras. Now, in all honesty, um, you know, your favorite piece of, uh, of equipment, what would that be? Um, actually, it's kind of hard to say because uh, it's all situation dependent. I really like uh, using Echo Box. Sure. Uh, but I like to be able to, you know, it's nice when the, you can get some intelligent actual voice responses. Right. But lately, uh, with some of the stuff that's come up over uh, between Sally House, uh, there at Malvern, and a couple other places, uh, we have the, the Boo Buddy Teddy Bear. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, uh, Rick Rose, he can't stand that thing. It creeps him the hell out. <laughs> um, but we've uh. actually got some pretty impressive results with it lately um in fact we just we i've got on video there at malvern where the bear actually right in front of us got knocked over while it was sitting on uh the table in Susie's room yeah sure my god because we leave him and you know he does everything on his own you just leave a recorder with him and a camera and he's just another member of the team so it kind of takes a little bit of the load off and catches things where we're not expecting it that's pretty amazing though so we've got some new stuff that we're testing out right now that we're still learning how to use that we're not real, uh, real solid on yet. We've got two different versions of the Periscope that we like, and uh, we just got in the, uh, I guess instead of famous, I should say infamous Ghost Arc. What's the Periscope? I hadn't heard of that one before. Um, they're, uh, they work more on static uh, than electromagnetic fields. So they're, they're measuring the static fields in the area. And yeah. they're uh, just carbon fiber rods that light up uh, if something gets in there and the static field changes. Okay. So, kind of like a REM pod, but uh, on the static side of things. That's I'm kind of old school. I stick to all the just audio and video, really. Yeah, actually, I, I guess get overall, fancy. it would have to be the digital. Just because, I mean, that's when, that's when you really get surprises when you start picking up stuff you never knew was there. Yeah, exactly. That's when it gets creepy. <laughs> That's what it definitely. Nothing beats scary. that feeling the next day when you're listening back to something, and you're just listening back to hours of whatever, and something comes across, and you just think about that moment you were there. There was something next to you, and you didn't even know. And you have that excitement all over again when you find it. Yeah. Yeah, when you find a new piece of evidence, that's always really exciting. So this year, you're speaking at the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. Are you excited about that? Oh, I am stoked about that. We're excited to have you. Um, you, haven't, you haven't been to this before. No, uh, last year I uh, found out it was happening thanks to my wonderful work schedule uh, pretty much the day that it ended. And I found out that evening as everything was shutting down. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have much of a marketing budget before. And I wasn't actually involved in running it last year. I started it five years ago and then took a couple of years off. But this year, uh, much bigger and better than ever. And we're getting the word out there, it seems like. Oh, yeah. I've, we've been spreading it and spreading it. Yeah, it's just getting bigger and bigger every year, it seems like, man. Honestly, it's pretty impressive. I don't know if we talk sweet to him. We might get some guy named Joshua to come and talk at it or something. I'm going to be there. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm 
I'm gonna be. Josh there. has been doing it since the second year. That is true. That's how I met. Well, that that's not. That is how I met Josh. That's I found him on a radio show and Aww. asked him to come speak at the conference. That was how we met, guys. So sweet, isn't it? So sweet. <laughs> I love a good love story. <laughs> Oh, the paranormal brings lovers together. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still a little sore from the last uh, last episode. You told me that you wouldn't cuddle with me, so I'm still a little pissy at you. But it's all right. Yeah, I'm not your personal furnace, Josh. You know what, though? I got. That's not exactly where I thought you were heading with the. I'm still a little sore after last. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I was right there with you, man. <laughs> So can you talk a little bit about, have you kind of come up with the topic you're going to speak on? Um, kind of what I'm leaning towards right now is something that it's kind of in the paranormal field right now. It seems to be a, you either love it or you hate it. Uh, there's no middle ground on it at all topic. Uh, and that's uh, the para-unity where I think there's a big misconception as to what para-unity really is, but... It's something that I thought needed to be addressed, and maybe we could get some people to start thinking about it a little bit more, uh, talking about the need for it in the field, number one, and that it's not all of us walking around holding hands singing Kumbaya, <laughs> but it, it's just more being respectful of each other. If somebody's got something as that they're putting out as a piece of evidence that another team disagrees with, I see on Facebook all the time, people will just attack and degrade and then start calling them fakes and hacks rather than saying, hey, let me help you analyze this. Let me give you my opinion as to why this might not be real or something that you put out there that you're missing. And so, uh, Rather than somebody saying, I can't believe you missed that, go ahead and turn and say, hey, man, I caught this for you. I didn't know if you saw this or not. Basically just respecting each other. I mean, we're all out there for the same thing. We're all trying to get the same answers. There's only a few out there really that are strictly in it for money and I don't get that because nobody's really getting super rich off of what we do we spend more money on equipment than we're ever going to make that's the damn truth oh yeah <laughs> you know, but I, I just don't understand why people have have got these uh, huge egos about it now and think that they're the only expert out there I think anybody in this career field really knows there are no experts because none of us have the answers we're all still looking for them Exactly. I think most of the people that have hung around in this field are have that viewpoint because everybody else gets filtered out. For the most part, there's still the trolls and everybody that'll stick around, those kind of people that'll stick around. But I think the serious people in this field have found the other serious people in this field and yeah. have kind of just started ignoring the rest of them. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, pretty pretty soon, they're just going to get kind of pushed to the side and not have a whole voice. Now, on the flip side of that, you brought up the trolls. Uh, not so much trolls, because they're just an annoyance, but you get the hardcore skeptics that don't want to believe anything, and they just come in just to say that there are no ghosts and stuff. I think we need those guys. Those guys are what keep us honest and keep us working harder. Sure. For me, you know, somebody comes in and wants to totally discount everything that we spend every free moment we have doing that's just going to make me work harder to prove them wrong. Exactly. And it's very gratifying when you can turn a skeptic around, especially if they're ghost white pale because they're scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I have not, I don't know. I've run, I've run into a few skeptics, you know, but I don't even know if I would necessarily consider them skeptics. So, so much as like cynics, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, right. Like true skepticism has just seemed to, I don't know. It's it's a very it's a rarity these days. I guess I That's should say. It requires effort and a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, it's just it's so just much easy. easier for people to be dicks about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, there's no ghost, but they can't back up why. Yeah, you know, right. They'll say you're fake, but they can't tell you why it's fake. That is fucked up. People fuck. It's like put a little effort. Suck. Gonna be an at least be a be a good at it, right? Yeah, yeah, but they're not even that. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, it's gonna be fun though. Honestly, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to hanging out with you at KC uh, this summer. It'll be a great freaking time. Well, now, we're hoping to be able to make it up there uh, for the little mini con there at Malvern as well. Oh yeah! Which one, the the ASAP one or our event? The the eight. What is it? The one that's in uh, July. Oh yeah, man! So you're talking about the ASAP, the yeah. ASAP uh, one. We have one as well that you guys might be interested. in. We're bringing Nick Nick Redfern to Malvern Manor June 24th for a private event, 20 people only. And right. we have tickets online for sale for people that want to check that out. Uh, he speaks for an hour and then investigates with everybody that's there all night. I'll tell you, anybody that can get up there and get in on that needs to do it. Because yeah. that place is like no other that I've ever been in. I tell you. It's a, it's an amazing place. It really is. Uh, I tell you. There's so much shit that I want to say right now, and I can't. And it's pissing me <laughs> off. It's making me so fucking mad. But in the next couple I won't weeks, say anything either, Josh. In the next couple weeks, I will most likely be making uh, a couple announcements. I'm, so, I'm just pissed. I'm sore. You can let you can <laughs> let James tell us, and then just say, "Oh, I didn't tell him not it wasn't to tell me. us." Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Spill the beans. I will not. <laughs> it's because I'm sitting right next to you. Yeah, you're at arm's reach. Yeah. Uh, I really want to hit kind of hard on just the the online bad mouthing that certain teams do with others where you know when you got a younger team out there and they make a mistake on an investigation instead of tearing apart it's time to take them under your wing and you know we all started one place and none of us were any good at this when we first started so it's kind of yeah i was gonna say know, i still suck at it. <laughs> oh, and i get it i mean i've Unfortunately, I think a lot of people have have bowed mouthed other teams during times of being upset or, or different things like that. But I always feel bad about that, and I try to make amends on that kind of stuff. And I haven't done it in a long time. It's the people that that's all that they do, right? Unfortunately, well, it's like the uh, the same thing. I don't know. You, you've brought up a few times now, Jason. The 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 YouTube videos and how um, you have like the, the wood life that you yeah, do, right? I have another side where yes. I, another passion in life, another online community, the outdoor bushcraft community that I'm a member of. And they're all super nice to each other. There's a few people, of course, that just want to make money or whatever, but there's, yeah, I put a video out there and I have 20 comments Yes. and a couple hundred views within a few hours and there's paranormal videos out there that yeah they may have views they may even maybe even have a thousand views but yes. nobody comments on them or shows any sort of interest any little comment on it 
even if it, it doesn't even have to be necessarily positive as long as it's not negative, as long as it's constructive. Exactly. But there's that's just the no, there's Twitter, there's a little bit of back and forth. And I tried. I brought a bunch of videos and I would watch a ton of YouTube videos and make a little comment. And nobody seemed to really respond to it except for a couple people. Huh. Very, very true. People don't respond to it. You don't get people that subscribe to the channels anymore. It's just whatever they happen to catch on Facebook or Twitter for the day. Right. Good Lord. I just don't understand people, though. That was See, Alicia. She was asking, what do we do to change that? Well, what do we do to change it? I think with a few people, it's starting to change. It, I think I think um, it is, too. I think it's just... Fuck it. I think it's like at least five years out before... We finally shift our viewpoints and, uh, I don't know, maybe get some of these people that, I don't know, they'll just get fucking bored with themselves. Um, this is something we need to push really hard on our buddy's website, Paranormal Warehouse. We need to get on there. Or maybe I'll do it. I'll get on there you know and I'll what? start a campaign. A group of people that make YouTube videos in the paranormal, even if it's just simple stuff. It doesn't even have to be investigation stuff. It could just be topic discussion videos and make a little circle of friends starting out you should see my where we comment on each people's videos yes. and we talk about it and then maybe we'll start bringing other people into that group and it'll expand and get bigger and overtake the rest of the paranormal online community and what do you think what do you think about this like because right now you're you're literally reading my mind you're reading my I'm good mind. at that did you okay well <clears throat> That that's that's awesome because I love that idea. I think it's a great idea. I think it's important. I think the camaraderie is important. However, I think also within this field there is like what I consider the cool kids. And it's like walking into a fucking high school again and you've got okay, you got the jocks over here, you got the band geeks over here, you got the thespians over there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's fucking clicky as hell. And if you're not if you a bad side, they're going to blackball you and do everything they can to make you look like shit. This is my point. Exactly. You are exactly right. So, so let's, we'll work on that. But I do have another question for Steve on his investigative okay, stuff. Yeah. Um, other than the loud crash and shaking at Malvern, what is another time? Maybe your number one thing that has scared you while you've been investigating? Is there a time that you were just... There was something that happened that you were just really scared, really freaked out by? Um, I've, I've gotten a little uh, on edge during investigations when you start hearing footsteps and voices that you can't find. But up until the night that I did Malvern, I've never been scared on an investigation. So crazy. I mean, ultimately, I love hearing you say that. <laughs> But it's like it's it's crazy at the same time because I mean you guys have been doing this for for a very long time. Yeah, I think we're pushing about ten years now. Yeah, that that night was a whole different world. I mean, I've I've been over here at Belvoir Winery, and you know, Ghost Hunters has been there, the Ghost Adventures has been in there. I've been in there hundreds of times. Sure, uh, I live right next to it. My own house is active as hell. But you know, I've oh, been down in the morgue, and I've actually. Uh, been groped by a ghost down there and stuff like that in the morgue and it's sometimes a little unsettling because it catches you off guard but I've never been scared yeah. that night at Malvern 
Oh yeah, we were all scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I slept in the Sally house, so. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah, that's one of Rick's big uh, jokes he likes to put out there. Uh, while we were investigating Sally House after going round and round in the basement with whatever the hell that is down there, yeah, I actually fell fell asleep in the child's bedroom upstairs. You hard ass, my God, man! <laughs> I would not be able to do that. Yeah, we just went to the Stanley uh, not too long ago as well, and uh, we actually got woke up in the middle of the night there. Uh, didn't scare us, but poor Austin got a little bit of a start. He got woke up out of a dead sleep, being pinned down to his bed. Holy and shit! Then, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, and I mean, Austin. After everything happened at Malvern, Austin was the one that was with me, going, "We got to go find out what that was. Let's get back in there." Yeah. Yeah. He he doesn't get scared either, but he came over and woke me up, and then we got him back into bed, and Alicia and I sat there uh, and watched, and we were just kicking ourselves because we didn't have any of the cameras out. We had joked about setting a DVR up in the room for the night, and we didn't. But we sat there, put the flashlight on his bed, and sat there and watched the covers on his bed move while he's just sound asleep. And you could see the perfect imprint where it was like somebody sat down on the his whole blanket moved. I could not do that. <laughs> I could not do that. Oh my gosh. I'm too much of a, a pussy, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I think our listeners know that already, Josh. Yeah, probably. Probably. You I'm- know, I've just gotten to the point where if I'm tired, it doesn't matter where the hell we are. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I've woke up on a few investigations. That that'll happen. See, it's different for me. Like when you're in in the moment, and it's happening right in front of you, it's a little different because then I, I feel like um, like it's clutch time, you know, like it's game time, and you put on the game face or whatever. Now, we sit here or whatever, and we talk for hours on about, like, aliens and fucking weird shit like that. And, yeah, it does. It freaks me out because I'm thinking about every possible scenario. And so, yeah, I'm a big pussy. <laughs> like, when it, <laughs> but when it, comes to, when it comes to actually investigating, I, I'm still the guy that will run at it. You know what I mean? Instead of away from it. So I'm not necessarily a pussy in that respect. I am. James is. James still is. <laughs> a fucking out. <laughs> yeah, but from the videos I've seen, you've kind of tortured James a little bit. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's wait, what I'm saying. No, wait till you see the next one, man. <laughs> like it gets even worse. That's <laughs> yeah, gonna be great. <laughs> no, but with with that being said, though, and we're talking about sleeping in places, and yeah, I slept in the Sally House and stuff. I'll tell you what, there is no way in hell right now that yeah. any of the five of us would come back and actually sleep at Malvern. We would come back and spend the night, but there would be no sleep going on. Right. So with that being said, Connor, Connor's the man. Right. Because he had stayed through that shit for how many months? Three months, I think, is what it was. Yeah, like three yeah and I heard he didn't sleep very much while he was there. He did not. Either. Like, when Connor was there, you know, he did not. If he did fall asleep, it was never, like, the restful sleep. So he would come over to my house on occasion uh, a few times a week or whatever, and within five minutes of being inside of my house, he would pass out. He would just be asleep on the couch. I'd be like, "Poor little guy's all tuckered out," you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did feel bad for the guy. That's for sure. He stuck it out though. Yes, he did. He's a hard ass like that. He did. Yeah, I had something that Josh said I could bring home. 
just this cool piece of something that was I did say that just was nothing and I chickened out I couldn't bring it home <laughs> I was like, like I'm gonna get it. a car accident on the way home <laughs> hey, it's gonna I'd, be the manor's fault I would feel partially responsible <laughs> I had my accident 20 minutes after leaving there yeah that's true I didn't even think of that you did. You rolled made, your truck twenty minutes after, after leaving the manor. Twenty minutes after leaving the manor, you had a you rolled your truck. Yep. Oh my god! It's a cool place. Like we're trying to learn more about it. You know, as far and as and I can feel on your voice, you just want to tell everybody all this news. <sighs> yes, I do. You can tell. We won't tell anybody. Yeah, nobody's listening. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> oh my god. No, I wish it. I, uh, yeah. It's coming very soon. I know that. The news is coming soon. But yeah, I'll tell you guys before that. I promise. I'll just message you. I was going to ask Steve, um, are you interested in any other fields within the paranormal field, like ufology? Yeah, I I have a lot of interest in it. I don't put a lot of effort into them because I think just on the ghost side, much to learn and shit changes every day with that especially with the technology and equipment coming out it's hard to keep up uh, <clears throat> but I've, I've always been interested in the UFOs and aliens uh, I'm just one of those people that thinks that we're incredibly uh, conceited if we think that out of the entire universe that even just a small piece we know about to think that we're the only form of life out there yeah it's ludicrous uh, I, I just I, I can't believe people actually think that the this one tiny little rock and we're not even a big rock in space we're a little <laughs> one that we're the only ones that could possibly be alive yeah uh you know i got a lot of different theories on that with aliens and stuff but i don't put a whole lot of time to study into it uh alicia's real big into uh bigfoot she likes to learn about that and watches a lot of the investigations on that and tries to learn more about that that's probably our two other big areas, but like I said, the primary focus is on the ghosts. Heck yeah! Oh yeah. She says Bigfoot scared no ghost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bigfoot would freaking terrify me if I came like face to face with that. I would crap all over myself and hope to God that smelled worse enough that he would just leave me alone. But yeah, give me a ghost any day, you know. <laughs> Just give him some jerky. Everything's good. Yeah. Messing with Sasquatch. That shit is amazing. <laughs> I think my other, uh, you know, paranormal type thing that I've always been in search of is that uh, good paying job for minimal work. Shit. <laughs> That's what we're all after right there. <laughs> that would be great. Speaking of which, if you'd like to sponsor the Ectoplasm show, just give us an email. Speaking of that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm enjoying this beer from our, our current sponsor and hopefully future sponsor. What uh, What exactly are you sipping on? What, uh, what flavor is it? I am drinking the... Great Conjunction Cherry Heffy by Big Rip Brew, and it is amazing. It's really good. Is it nice and sweet? Des- it is. Describe actually. it. Describe it to me because I don't have any here. Um, I would say it's succulent. <laughs> Ooh, 
fucking here comes the big words. <laughs> All right. I'm out. Shit. That's smooth. Woo. That's All right. And uh, Josh Hurd would love it if he could get his lips on it. <laughs> Along with much more. Stop it. You guys. You guys are mean to me. Whatever. <laughs> What's that? I said it's all out of love. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm feeling the love. That's for sure. <laughs> so what other places here in town in Kansas City area? Because we have a lot of Kansas City listeners. Have you have you been to maybe some of the more obscure places? Uh, obviously, we've been residents around here. Um, yeah, I, I think probably one of the most obscure that... A lot of people don't even know exist, even if they've lived in Kansas City for years. Down in the uh, Jazz District, over by uh, 18th and Vine, we actually had the privilege, and I, I honestly, I'm going to say it was a privilege to get into this place. Uh, we got to go to the Mutual Musicians Foundation, which back in the day, uh, a lot of people don't realize jazz as we know it today is more um, Kansas City jazz. Yeah. St- the as music started out down like New Orleans and stuff, and they started mi- migrating up here, traveling. And when they hit Kansas City, they actually changed everything about jazz and made it their own. Well, there's a building down there. <clears throat> Back in those days, obviously, the the black musicians couldn't stay at where the white musicians stayed, and all that kind of bullshit. So they had their own uh, union hall for the black musicians, and that's actually. You know, everybody's always heard uh, the musical term, we're going to have a jam session. Yeah. That's actually where that coin, that uh, phrase, that term was coined in there because they would go there after they were done playing their gigs down there in the jazz district. They would go to their union hall and hang out and they would just start playing after hours, just freestyle. Yeah, Dizzy Gillespie was in there and a lot of big names. Shit. And it would get so people would follow them from all over the city just to go in there afterwards. And it's not a great, uh, not a real big building at all. And it would get so tightly packed with people. They were having their jam sessions is what they called them. So then it became the term jam packed because there was no room to walk. That's amazing. At that place. And that was just truly incredible. Just the activity level that we got in there, uh, mixed in with just the musical history and the people that actually had been there. It, it was truly amazing. Damn, I think that I think that's the big secret. Not maybe not the big secret, but one of the big things in the paranormal field that I love, a lot of people love, is, and a lot of people outside this field that don't realize, we get to go into these amazing historical places and appreciate them, and go into areas most likely the public never get to see. Right, and that's like one of the probably for me the biggest perk of doing paranormal investigations and it sounds awesome that you got to go through a place like that oh yeah and being somebody who's uh, been involved in music through band in high school and orchestras and you know i play guitar and all that i knew all the names and some of them were idols and we actually one of my i was a trombone player for many many years even for the air force and you never really expect anything exciting to come out of being a trombone player you know we're like two steps above the tuba player Sure, sure. Uh, but one of the, one of the we had a an amazing ghost box ses- session in there, and 
it was actually one of my idols who was also a trombone player who had just recently passed within a couple years before that. And not only was it intelligent responses, a full conversation, but it was also his voice. Wow. It, it just blew me away. I was just like, I mean, I was fanboying the whole time. Yeah. You know, when you can get intelligent responses, that's one thing. But when it actually comes through in that person's voice, and it's yeah. a very distinct, that's just incredible. Yeah, that's that's entirely different right there. That's impressive shit right there, my friend. And then I, I'm going to put a plug in here for... Uh, the jail in independence uh dusk to dawn does some does tours and they just started the season this year but anybody that is in the kansas city area that wants to get a night where they can go and learn to ghost hunt uh, this is incredible thirty dollars for the night it's the 1859 jail like i said earlier this is the jail that uh it's got a huge amount of um we'll say wild west history Sure. Uh, Frank James was there, uh, very big with Quantrell's Raiders and everything that had to do with this area, with the Civil War and a lot of the Old West stuff. Um, but it's almost always active, and Dusted On will take people in there and they'll they share their equipment. You can have no experience whatsoever. You can be a seasoned investigator, come in, they will take you in, teach you, guide you through the whole thing, and you're almost guaranteed to. Uh, get some good activity there. Oh, that's it is cool. amazing. Yeah, Dust to Dust till Dawn just uh, they just booked a table at the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. So they will oh, be man. there as well. Very cool. They're not speaking but they they're going to have a table so yeah, they will the, be represented at the conference. That'll be sweet. Yeah, they'll be yeah, there at least. The team that we were on, um, that team is really an amazing team. I I know Rick worked with them a lot. Yeah, we Rick would come down when we were on the team. He spent a lot of time with us. Uh, we're doing joint investigations with Dusted On quite a bit uh, right now as well. One of the like you and and them, I I I know most of the groups here in town, but I I never met you or Dust Till Dawn before. I'm looking forward to meeting both of you guys. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll enjoy meeting Dusted On. They, um, very very intelligent team very down to earth and realistic and very hard to prove evidence to <laughs> gotta love it very high standards yeah they, they they will in a nice way if you put something out and they think it's you know they can de- debunk it they're not just going to come and say oh you're full of shit they're going to tell you why they think you're full of shit and they'll educate you. At well, I was going to say time. that. Yeah, that's they're, they're, helpful. They're how we, that's how we learned. Wow. Well, yeah, at least that's helpful. At least they're not just being pricks about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah my favorite thing is to send him uh, videos and stuff and tell him about all the orbs I'm catching. <laughs> Look at all these orbs. Everybody troll Bill with videos of dust. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing that a lot I, lately. Asking our viewers to do things, yeah, or like, listeners. I'm not right. They are. They are listeners. <laughs> but like, if they uh, could see us, they probably wouldn't listen anymore. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty cute. <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> That's outstanding. Um, if yeah, I dressed I, up because of this, I put a bow tie on with my speedo. <laughs> with your gold speedo. Confidence. I love it. I have a tangerine speedo. <laughs> I. I'm gonna find that song. I, I'm gonna Go play ahead. that. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna play that. I'm gonna play that song at the end of this episode. Tangerine Speedo. Okay. You watch. It'll happen. 
I won't see it. I'll hear it. That you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is I love working with other groups. I've been going out with a bunch of different groups around town. If you ever have an open slot, I would love to come along and investigate with you guys. Oh, sweet. We'd love to have you come. So, yeah, just send me a message anytime you want to come or want me to, to come along. And I will, I'm drinking right now. I drink when I record, but I do not drink when I go on investigate. You know, I'm drinking right now, but. <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> oh, I promise not to drink. I'm very professional. You Dennis. really are. Like, you are a professional guy. You really are. Like, when it gets down to it, you are professional. I got to give you that. So let all, uh, again, since uh, we've been going for a while now, let all our listeners know how to contact you and where to find you on, you know, YouTube and Facebook and, and anywhere else. Uh, Facebook's pretty much the uh, the main focal point. You can get everything from that. And, it, of course, it's Facebook.com para, slash Pararescue. And it's P-A-R-A-R-E-S-Q. Uh, and that's all based off of... Uh, how our family is. I'm a paramedic. Alicia was an EMT. Both of the girls are EMTs and Austin's working on, uh, just finishing high school. And then he's going to start into, uh, he wants to go into a medical career field for animals. Sweet. So up with that. And then, uh, Twitter, Twitter, the Twitter handles a little screwy. I got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter is just the at PRQ PI and the PRQ would be a abbreviation for pararescue. And then PI for paranormal investigations. Oh, cool! So everybody, go, do you have do you have a YouTube channel? I do, and I, I believe the YouTube is uh, Pararescue Paranormal. Everybody, go and comment on Steve's yeah. videos and tell them what you think of the videos, and be nice about it. We've got a couple good videos up there um, of the Belver Winery when we investigated uh, with Brick Griffith. He actually took over because uh, we had some major activity going on and he took over and investigated directly with Brooke and uh, pretty much blew Brit's mind. Yeah. I remember you uh, you shared that with me. I remember that. It was a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Any night you get Brick Griffith going, this is an official what the fuck moment. Yeah. That's a good night. <laughs> Of course, that was paybacks for him because right before that, he scared the shit out of everybody in there too. So, oh really? <laughs> yeah, everybody's watching. Brooks got this crazy activity going on, so this whole room of like thirty people just goes silent, and everybody's watching Brooke, and we're like, "Holy shit, this is happening!" And here comes <laughs> Brett sneaking in, and Riley asks, "She's like, uh, is there anybody here with us right now?" And Brick comes across with this great voice and just goes, I am, and just freaks everybody out. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a bathroom break after that. But I also, uh, that video is actually on our YouTube channel, too. Oh, Anybody man. wants to see that, that's just pretty oh, funny. Yeah. A lot of people forget that uh, even though we're out there and we're trying to find some serious stuff and we got spooky stuff, you got to have fun while you're out doing it, too. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, because... Um... It's not what it necessarily boils down to, but if you're not having fun, if you're not enjoying yourself at the very least, then what's the point? I mean, yeah, you can you can be looking for certain things and do it professionally, but if you're not enjoying it, you're not putting yourself into it truly, I don't think. Yeah. 
no. And I mean, it, it's one of those things. If you don't, if you don't love what you're doing, if you're not having fun doing it, really, what's the point? You're just wasting your time at that point. I'm digging. I'm trying to dig for this song right here, guys. I'm trying to find it. Tangerine Speedo. You'll thank me. I don't know. Totally found it. <laughs> Could you guys hear that? I heard the little noises it just made, yes. Yeah, bitches. It's happening. It's going to happen. End of this episode. It's going down. It took me a minute to dig that bastard out. You guys start talking about Speedos. That's that's Steve's fault, honestly. He teased me with his gold Speedo earlier. <laughs> that's that bow tie. Yeah, that's true. The bow, the bow tie just yes. adds to it. So. <laughs> Seals the deal. Ooh. Josh is not I'm, tonight. I'm taking notes, man. <laughs> <laughs> taking notes. You're in deep shit now, buddy. Mr. Koopsik. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why? I've been to your house. You've never been to my house. I know where you live, and you do not know where I live. I could find it. Right, so if there's a location in Kansas City you haven't been to yet, that you've been trying to, maybe, uh, where would that be? Oh, well, when it comes to that, there's actually so many. Uh, I always thought it'd be cool to get into the old workhouse. Uh, I've heard that not a whole lot happens there, but uh, Epperson House would be a one that I'd really like to get into. Why is that? Uh, just a lot of reports, uh, you know, long history of paranormal reports in there. But I think it just adds to it that they never let anybody in there now to investigate. They make it difficult, so it makes you just want to get in there even more. Forbidden fruit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is the um, reasoning behind that, though? Like, do they have a specific reason for not allowing people in there? Um, they use it. It's an active college dorm, uh, and they oh. just don't want anybody in there. They don't want the well, that makes the stigma sense. along with it as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, especially if it's still like if there's people there. Yeah, that would suck. I wonder if the students get on board with that shit, though. I think they probably would. It's outstanding. I would. I'd never fucking leave. I'd never go to class. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd have a ton of, like, college-age kids going, Dude, that's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. That's exactly what they sound like. (laughs) Dude, that's so cool. Until they start being afraid of chalk. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of that one house? It's on it's on the Kansas side, the uh something castle and the owner won't let oh, you. Oh Sour. Sour Castle. Or, yes. If I could get in somewhere, that's where I would want to go. I have never heard of that before. It's there's reports going back for years and years and years of what people say. The owner says none of that's true, the caretaker says it's not true. But they won't let anybody in to investigate. And I'm like, let me in there. I'll, if there's nothing there, I'll back you up on it and say there's nothing there. Right. In. 
Yeah, and yeah, then- that place is uh, definitely built a name for itself, even around the country, and nobody's really been in there. It's just reports of, oh, I saw a lady swinging from a rope in the bell tower. Wow. Stuff like that. And it's a cool-looking building. That's that's definitely true. And I would love to have the opportunity to investigate in there. And you said this was a but castle? I think that the, it's it's called a castle, okay. but it's a building. It's a it's an old building, a brick building with a bell tower on it. Nice. And it's a really cool-looking building. Yeah, it is gorgeous. I'd live there. Shit. But, like, and really been, nobody's been like, inside of it. Teasing, like... Oh, we're going to open it up for tours, or it's going to be a museum, or it's going to be this or that, uh, and it just sits behind a fence. And that's fucked up. And, and there's old reports of, uh, like, if you come on the property, they'll shoot at you and, and crap like that. But, oh, my God. Uh, I, have a, I have a buddy whose family used to live across the street from that place, and and that place is really cool. And down the road from that place is the Monkey Lady. Do you know the, who the Monkey Lady is, Steve? I have not heard of that. So it's this lady, and a lot of it, she put up fences to block off. There's culverts and stuff on her property that are just concrete, and she carved all of these monkey heads. What? Over, like, it's been like 20, 30 years she's been doing this. And she put a PA system outside of her house to yell at people that pull up. (laughs) But I think she stopped doing that. But the city made her put up a fence to block most of it because... People just drive by. She's known as the crazy monkey lady. And it's, she's actually on a list online somewhere of bucket list things to see in Kansas City. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm going to do this. How far away would this place be from, from it's, like... It's, for me, it's ten min- five minutes. Five minutes, actually. We're doing it. Sounds like a Paracon field trip. Yep, that's exactly what I was just going to say, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely going to get our... We need to get, like, pictures taken or something. And we can have her yell at us. That could be even better. Over her loudspeaker. (laughs) Well, with my most recent job that I had, I didn't get that sector... I know you, nobody knows what I'm talking about when I, I say know. sector, but I worked surveying gas lines, and we had different sectors around the city. And her house is in one of those sector books, and I, but I never got it. <laughs> I wanted to go on the property. I never got it. Damn it! Did you ever talk to anybody who did go on the property? No, but the most random thing happened one time on an investigation. <laughs> it was an investigation in town and it was a lady she just contacted us uh, online and it happened to be they were friends with like Laszlo on 96.5 here in town and he showed up at the at the investigation and then we went back to show them what we found a week later and they were like you guys heard of the monkey lady house like, <laughs> you heard of the monkey lady house but it's been a long time since I've been there so we all hopped in her van and yeah. drove down there to look at it again <laughs> that is amazing now, how many monkey heads? Like, can you see them like very clearly? You can. You can probably see maybe fifteen of them now, and they have some of them have like marbles that are reflective in the eyes. Oh my god! But overall, if the fence was down, there's probably seventy-five. I can't wait for this. Hey, wait, hold the phone. I've got a drone. With oh my a camera. god! All right, so Steve, bring your drone. 
like with, full on tactical. We're gonna yes. just look investigate this yes. lady. I just we really want close ups of the monkey heads. <laughs> we crashed the drone and be like, son but of a bitch. Tonight, we we drove down there in the van. We stopped because Gianna, one of my members at the time, wanted to get a picture, and she was on it. She was out the door asking what, what we were there for, and he opted in the van, and, and we peeled off. <laughs> He's like, drop the. <laughs> we weren't even on her property. She just happens to live in a bend in the road. Um, well, that's her fault. Yeah, but she's on it. She watches. And like I said, she doesn't have the PA anymore, I don't think, or she would have yelled at us. Yeah, but she used to have a PA. Yeah. She would yell at people that slowed down in front of her property. <laughs> Piss off! <laughs> I think we should do this. This is a thing that we're doing. Nobody knows why. Nobody, even like reporters here in town, have never gotten an interview with her. To Are, know they why Are they trying? Are they carved all these monkey lady monkey heads in the concrete? They're trying to get an interview with her. Yeah, They're- there's articles <laughs> online about her. It's worth a Google. You could Google it. It's worth a Google. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That is great. Well, maybe she will uh, come out and greet us, ask us what we're doing, and we'll be like, hey, we're just here to talk. We just want to talk. Maybe invite her to the conference. Then her real pet monkey mauls the shit out of you. Right? (laughs) She's got some little capuchin monkey, like, on her side, (laughs) and she just throws it at you. Why do... So everybody go look at the monkey lady. You can find the address online and tell her the ectoplasm show sent you. (laughs) Oh, shit. But yeah, anyways, the castle. The castle's (laughs) awesome looking, and we can pull up right next to it and take photos. We just can't go inside of it. We can take pictures with the castle, but not with the monkeys. Got it. I'm still taking. Should live live broadcast the show from the monkey ladies. I'm gonna periscope yeah. from the goddamn monkeys. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> My phone. Yeah, is there music playing? No, there's not. It's not music. What was that, buddy? Snapchat. Snapchat. James has Snapchat. That's what that is. What, what's table. your Snapchat, James? What's Put your handle? So what's your handle? Follow you. Uh, let's see. Yeah, get the mic in your face, though. It there. is uh, JK Herd One. Ooh. JK heard like just one. kidding just kidding yeah, yeah it could be for James Kenneth right that oh, could be okay. it that could be that too I like JK just kidding though you're always on Snapchat Dude, it's, it's, it's like, kind of a problem it's like a drug it's kind of a problem when you get the pics I get <laughs> my god <laughs> <laughs> screenshotting all day <laughs> struggling to keep up <laughs> I feel like the show's kind of spiraled down here at the end. You don't know what you're talking about. Monkey lady and Snapchats and <laughs> screenshotting. and. All right. Well, everybody out there, come to the Kansas City Paranormal Conference, and Steve Hayes will be speaking. It is your very first conference or speaking engagement, right? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. This is going to be great. You, you're going to have so much fun doing this. You're never going to want to stop. This is going to be great. You're going to love it. Thanks. <laughs> You're going to love it. They're more than a Speedo, though. I don't know. Let's <laughs> not go overboard. I think you could with the bow tie. 
Settle Everybody the bring their Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> bring the Sharpies. Five dollars an autograph. That's right. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time, brother. Oh, thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, we're going to have to have you on the show again very soon. Yeah. Uh, we're, I'm always pulling people in for our news episodes to discuss current events in the paranormal field. And I do it without telling Josh, so I will probably pull you in on one of those soon. That'd be freaking sweet. You should do that. <laughs> so, yeah, last thing, if you want to throw anything else out there, uh, talk like mention again the true ghost stories and stuff and where to find that and if people in the United States we also have we have listeners abroad but people in the United States are they able to view that in any any way any form um, right now like I said we've uh, we're hitting we're 25 26 countries overseas uh, that are going to be starting out they're saying one to two years before we get in here to the states once the fan base and everything's built up and we've kind of proven ourselves we're hoping for a little bit sooner. I know um, our producer, uh, Larry Overman, is working on something so that after the episodes have aired, if there's some way that we can go have an online viewing like Vimeo or something like that, pay per view or anything. Yeah. Uh, but right now we haven't got we haven't got any type of word back on that yet. So fingers crossed. Hopefully. Uh, we'll be able to get that to where there's some way to show it over here before the series actually comes. That's a great idea. Uh, and like I said, that's going to be a show. It's, there's nothing out there like it whatsoever. Uh, real teams, real investigations, no scripts, absolutely nothing faked. We're very strict with everybody that's a team member. If you get caught even thinking about faking something or embellishing something on your episode, you're done, you're out. Nice. No questions asked. Uh uh, I think it's going to be a good thing. Uh, probably going to revolutionize uh, the paranormal entertainment industry. Absolutely. Because uh, nobody shows when they have an investigation where nothing happens. We'll show it. If we get something that's flat, we'll show it. Yeah. Well, I will say this. like You guys are definitely professional in what you do, um, and I've experienced that firsthand. So, you know, all the congratulations in the world go to you guys. Um and your hard work, you know, you guys have worked hard for this, and you deserve every bit of it. So, congratulations on that. Uh, thank you. And you know, talking on with Paracon coming up, and my whole spiel on Para Unity and stuff. I just I want to put this out here. Josh Heard here, you and Connor. I mean, the epitome of exactly what I'm talking about. You guys are sitting in this gold mine that you stumbled across, realized what was going on. You had a lot of activity, and you know pulled us right in to come in and be the first ones to actually come in and validate some of the stuff and yes. uh, get a shot at it. And I mean, I, I just thought that was amazing for somebody to just come out and do that. I mean, that's the epitome of peri unity right there. No, I hear you, brother. I hear you. I think it's important. That's for damn sure. I just wish more people, you know, felt the same. And But I think we're getting there. I, th- I do think we're getting there. Slow process. It'll happen. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, Steve Hayes, thank you so much for joining us, brother. And we will talk to you very soon. Thank you, guys. You guys take care and be safe out there. All right. You too, man. Yeah. Let me, like I said, let me know. And maybe Josh will be able to come down. But let me know if you ever want, if you have an extra slot and you 
allow me to come on an investigation, I will be there. Oh, heck yeah. We get something good. We'll let you guys know and bring you guys along. Awesome. Yeah. So there you guys have it. That was Steve Hayes, man. Joining us from the thriving metropolis of Kansas City, right? <laughs> He's, well, he lives, yes, he does live in the metro of Kansas City, yes. KC metro area. Good shit. Good guy. Very, very professional man in what he does. That is for damn sure. James, are you uh, you off your Snapchat? I am officially off Snapchat. That a boy. All right. Yeah, you having the, fun? The good nights have been said. All right. I'm, I'm having the, a blast. The good nights have been said. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, how you doing over there, buddy? I'm drunk. All right. <laughs> he told me that this stuff, it has a sweet taste, but it has a bite on the end. He's like, hey. And I drank a whole bottle. From, like, this isn't a little bottle. This is a half a growler. <laughs> By myself, and oh shit, yeah. feeling, I'm feeling good. pretty good. Thanks, Big Rip. Absolutely, and everybody. Good. I have some news about them, actually. Oh yeah. So on June fourth, an event that I'm going to with a couple of people, and hopefully you can come if you want to come down. And anybody else wants to contact me, thirty bucks for five hours, all you can drink of their beer, and. Five other breweries and a winery and two distilleries. Shit. It's an event they're having. Thirty bucks. You come in. They'll have live bands playing and all kinds of other stuff on June fourth. And thirty bucks for a ticket. I'm gonna do it. That's so cheap. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. We should. And then Fourth uh... of July. Fourth of July. I'm gonna be there. They've had seven hundred people at this event before, but that was on a weekend. Fourth of July is on a Monday now. They have permission to show on a 20-foot inflatable screen the new Independence Day movie. And the biggest fireworks show in Kansas City is right across the river from there. That's $5 cover. And that's it. And it's only five bucks? It's only five bucks? Is that what you said? $5 cover. Wow. That'll be freaking outstanding. And it's only one week after that movie comes out, so it's like first run movie, right? No, it'll be damn, really damn new. That's so they'll sure. have a band playing during the day. When the sun goes down, they'll start the movie. When the fireworks start, they'll pause the movie, get to watch the fireworks, and then you go back to the movie. Oh, and you get great beer. That's as well. oh my god, yeah, that is the truth. I was very impressed. I was very impressed because, let me tell you, I'm not a big, like, beer drinker, right? I've always been, like, the whiskey guy. Yeah. Their beer is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. So I would highly recommend anybody trying this out. Yes. Uh, Clint cued us in on, or reminded me, and I remember this now. You know where Six Demon Bag is from? No. It's from a movie. It's from Big Trouble in Little, Little China. Little China. It's the bag that the Chinese guy carries. The six demon bag. Yeah. Holy shit. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so everybody go shit. check that out. And I'm, I'm going to be on a conference call in the morning with the directors at the the board of directors at the Stratica Salt Mine in Hutchinson, Kansas, to finalize everything. But as of right now, we have Barry Fitzgerald 
and Mr. Josh Hurd speaking 650 feet underground what, what? at a paranormal conference in Hutchinson, Kansas. And for an extra ticket, you get to investigate this haunted mine all night. I can't wait for that. And I, and they give you breakfast. Hosting it. And they give you breakfast. Right? You said something about breakfast, right? <laughs> they 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 did say that they were thinking about providing. Oh, they're breakfast. just thinking about it right now. They're kicking it around. They should scramby eggs, man. <laughs> we just got a, this just in. We got a text from Shaggy saying, "No way." Damn the tornadoes. Apparently there's tornadoes down in his oh, neck of the dude, woods right now. Fuck. Be safe. My God. I do know safe. that there's flooding going on down there as well. Yeah, the weather's been fucking weird, man. Spring is always weird for weather anyway, though. So Yeah. But you guys I'm just be freaked safe out, out there. Because my house does not have a basement. <laughs> I've lived here for a couple of years now and I think about it every spring. I'm like, where the fuck am I gonna go? <laughs> I tell you what you do. If you don't have a basement, what you should probably do is just I it it sounds weird, but you you bend over, you stick your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. That's what you do. Yeah. He's like, "Yep. Yep, that's it. That's what you do." That's basically <laughs> what I've been doing. <laughs> Seriously, though, what the fuck would you do? I'm just thinking. Uh, well, two of my closet, neighbors bathroom, yeah. don't have basements as well, so we're all going to go to the other neighbor's house who we haven't told. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. Just knock on the door and be like, hey, <laughs> howdy, George. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are. You going to let us die? <laughs> Our blood will be on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, my parents actually live a block and a half away, and I know that that's like, it's like a... 60 second drive which you may not have that's that true time. but uh it is what it is so yeah Fuck we're yeah. we're gonna fix up this house and sell it anyways enough about my house i like hearing about um, your house <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. let's talk about the premium content that's coming out this week right i'm trying buddy i'm trying i'm working my you ass off it on i the did so that was released today that's right. I did. I teased it. I'm trying. So here's the deal. If it's actually available, which it should be because it's Friday, so it should be available. It's ready to roll. You just go to podbean.com, podbean.com, and then you can uh, you can find it there. Still going to see how it works out. Um, with like iTunes and all that fun stuff. There's a lot of weird shit that you got to do. Also, apparently we have been picked up on the Google Play network, which has only been in the works now for months. But I just got an email saying, hey, yeah, you're approved. Your, your podcasts I are live. I couldn't find it. I can't find it either. <laughs> like you lying <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> like Google, what are you doing with your life? Come on. I feel like it's been... I feel like they're assholes. Forever since we sent that shit in. You want to know, it's been at least, at least probably seven months. I'm going to say that. It's at least been seven months since I originally submitted it. Because I've submitted twice. They're... Yeah. They're fucks, man. 
And now they're like, hey, congratulations. I'm like, hey, where the fuck's my shit? (laughs) Can't find it. So we Whatever. also have bumper stickers for sale on yeah, the website. I'm excited about the bumper stickers. I got I got the uh I got the notification today that they are on the way to my house. They've shipped. So yes. So are you distributing them if people order from the ectoplasmshow.com? Yes, my way. fingers, my hands my, my will touch them. Wow. <laughs> I just got all sorts of fucking excited right there. Woof. <laughs> Six to midnight. I just went from six to midnight, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. So nasty. Nasty. Nine one three go back to the sorry, go <laughs> ahead. Fine. Finish the phone number. I'm gonna there. say nine one three seven three zero seven two five five ectoplasm show at gmail.com at ectoplasm show on Instagram and Twitter. The ectoplasm show on Facebook and ectoplasm show.com. I'm sorry. And you need to go back to the 100th episode and listen to it so you can get the email address to email us <laughs> and tell us that you want a brand, well, it's not brand new, a refurbished full-spectrum camera. Rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> oh, you remembered. I got it right here in front of me. <laughs> Yay, Josh is learning. <laughs> Rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> I've never fucking said that before until just now. Yeah. What ep- what episode is this? 102? Yeah. 102. I need to look on there to see if people have been. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to pull it up. <laughs> I don't even know how. I don't even know how. How the fuck do you do this? I don't. How do you do this? Jason, do you know how to do this? I, I do, but... Oh, yeah. um, I'm it might looking. take me a second. Well, it might take me a, a longer second. I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. Great radio, great radio. Hey, you know what? People might be interested, as as I you am. I'm interested. Cut out this, yeah, they could cut yeah. out if they want to cut out. But you will miss the tangerine speedo. Just saying. Let's see what we got over here. Ecto. I can't spell either. You're drunk. How are you faring over there? <laughs> I, I'm already on it. I'm just looking oh, at the... Uh... What's the matter with me? <laughs> <laughs> you and... Oh, I don't have iTunes pulled up. Look, I don't have... Oh. I don't know oh. what it'll do to our connection, but I'll try to pull it up on you. I don't see anything new since December. Nope, January. Oh, here's March. Just started listening to the show, and it is good. They give out the paranormal news of the week and have a guest on occasion that deal with the paranormal. It's a good listen. Aw. Thank you. So nice. That was very nice. Shaggy rated and reviewed us. Y'all just keep getting better, and there's like beard and a ghost. Y'all were without a doubt my favorite podcast that deals with the paranormal topics. We did get um, an email. Let me pull it up here. It was one of the emails from the entry for the camera. Oh, really? Do a bunch of things at one time here. All right. Um, Hey, I have money on iTunes. I can buy stuff. I can buy stuff. 
So, uh, according to iTunes right now, in popularity, oh, our God. drunk episode is the number one episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like half the drunk episode right now. Look at you. <laughs> oh, fuck. Are you looking at me? You're on my screen, buddy. Yeah, but it's dark. It's like that alien video. Yeah, it is like the alien video. A little bit. Have your wife come in and wipe your mouth (laughs) on occasion. How's your back feeling, by the way? Did you make it through the show with hardly any problems? Yeah, my my back is doing well. That's good. I need to get you some pain meds or something, buddy. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, no, the alcohol's great, actually. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I'm wrapping. So we up got the show. one here. We got one oh, here from you got January one. saying, "I tend to be picky with my paranormal podcasts. I find I find a lot of them to be obnoxious or over the top. The ectoplasm show is great, though. It's a perfect blend of skepticism and belief." I like that they discuss all realms of the paranormal and unexplained. It has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. That's super sweet. Thank you. Thank you for that. That comes from Reviewer161. Well, Reviewer161, thank you very much for that. That's pretty badass. Good sauce. Oh, uh, we got one that's uh, not so great. Oh, hit me. Hit me. Hit me well, with this the negative. This one, actually, I think we mentioned before. Oh, we probably did. Uh, but it's from December, and I'll read it. It's from EJ2069. There is plenty of room for great epiphany. Ghost stories, cryptozoology, local legends, aliens, and conspiracy podcasts made by someone who loves the subject, but is neither a total doubter or true believer. I hope that this one grows into it. But at this point, there is way too much of, quote, can you believe that, bro? Unquote. I say bro a lot. Ghost Hunter's vibe <laughs> is here. When they stay on topic, it's great. But the tangents come thick and heavy. The issue isn't that they have too many asides. It's that they are rarely productive or funny enough to leave <laughs> in the final cut. Fuck, man. Entire <laughs> subjects can be put to rest in a deeply unsatisfying way, even... <laughs> After an hour of discussion, I have to put a little aside here. <laughs> Nobody knows any of the truth of this shit. That's a very good point. That is a very good point. Aside done. And we are the funny as fuck. zoology episode yeah. is the biggest offender in that respect. The show is at its best when describing the personal experiences of the host and the frequent guests with oddball events. Some subjects, especially or especially when they are niche and specific like the black eyed children or highway ghosts make for very good programming because the subjects are focused and odd. Give it a try. If you're an enthusiast for the subject matter, it's definitely worth a try. So he says he likes the show, which I really appreciate. And I know we go off on all these crazy tangents. Yeah. Probably, but we're not going to change who we are. We're and also drunk and have ADHD. All of this stuff. <laughs> no, it's fine. Everybody has their opinion, right? It's totally fine. It's like an asshole. Yeah. yeah, different strokes for different folks. That's what I always say. So, at least he was positive. He was like the compliment sandwich type thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he gave us three out of five. Yeah, so that's not bad at all. 
Not bad at all. So thank you for that. I'm just saying everybody else. Constructive criticisms. (laughs) (laughs) He did say we weren't funny, though. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, shit. I tell you what. I think that's the biggest compliment we get is that we're funny and we're not dry like the rest of the bastards out there. The bastards. (laughs) The bastards. I tell you what, though. I am going to do this. I am going to wrap the show because we've been going for an hour and a half. Solid. Hour and a half ish, give or take. <laughs> I gotta go. I talk. <laughs> I talk when I'm drunk. Yeah, you do. You get a little chatty, but it's okay. I like it. I yeah. like it. It's good shit. It's good sauce. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. You know what? You're freaking me out because I can't see you. It's so dark. All I got is this little thing on my screen, and I can't make you bigger. <laughs> The Kolchak thing? No. (laughs) All right. In the show. In the show. (laughs) There. All right, guys. Well, I tell you what. Have a great, have a great Friday. I hope you enjoyed drunk episode number two. No, joking. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great freaking weekend. We'll talk to you very soon. Peace out. Target, you're a straight as me.
chillin' If you got a secret weapon, well you sure as hell ain't tellin' Cause your mouth made an offer that their bodies cannot veto No woman can resist a man who looks good in a speedo Fucking get me out town Mr. Dandering Speedo You're all over town Tangerine La 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 Talk of the town Mr. Tangerine Speedo How you get around In your Tangerine La 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 Little I love is a lovely drinking gin and mellow yellow in my No, no.